Hi, I'm Lindsay Murphy, the founder of The Miracle Project and the host of today's podcast. Here at The Miracle Project, we believe that a miracle is earthly glimpses of heaven's mercy. With each miracle story, we learn more about how real God is and how he moves in the lives of his people. Today, you will hear from our special guest, my husband, Rob Murphy. Rob and I have been together for almost 10 years now, and we live in Huntsville, Alabama. We have two babies, Ellie and Jack. And um, much of my walk with the Lord really, truly began when I met Rob. I've learned so much from him and his faith. And um, I've been really blessed that our initial conversations upon meeting each other were um, about our faith. And we have had that foundation from day one. And we attribute a lot of our um, joy and happiness to the Lord and his and in our relationship. So he's a big part of the creation of this project, and it only makes sense to have him on the pilot episode to help me explain the project and the heart behind it. So, Boo, I'm happy you're here. Happy to be here. Yeah. So before we get started, I'm going to open us up in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for this project. Thank you for putting it on my heart, because I know that um, none of this comes from me. This is something that you saw an opportunity um, in me with the time that I have and the phase that I am in life and the relationships I have with people that have incredible stories to share. So thank you for giving me the opportunity. And we just ask that people would learn more about you through this project and that their hope would grow and that their peace would increase and that they would um, learn to rely on the community of Huntsville for learning more about you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So Rob, let's go on and start by talking about our process for defining a miracle. Um, I want to start there because I went on and laid out the definition in that opening, and um, I think it's important for us to tell the story about how we got there. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, I think we were just chatting in the car, and I know that we had both put thought into it before, and kind of bounced different things around. We weren't really happy with anything. And so we were just rolling down the road and, you know, I'm just sitting there trying to think it up on my own and some, some cool definition. And, you know, we were just kind of like, Hey, you know, we were at Zach Carter's house recently and he's a PhD in biblical things and he's a good smart definition guy. guy. He's <laughs> yeah. smart. He's a good definition guy. So texted Zach and uh, he gave us the good stuff earthly glimpses of heaven's mercy. He did. Yeah. And he also quoted a man. I'm not going to try and say his first name. I, I think he's German, but he quoted a man named Moltmann. And, um, that was also a really, um, neat way to describe miracles. Moltmann said that, um, miracles are people assume they're supernatural, but really they're just natural. Um, sin so pervasively affects our world that um, things are so broken. And when miracles happen or when things are resolved or when peace is found, that's actually just the way things are supposed to be. It's a restoration of the way things are supposed to be. So we really felt enlightened from Zach. Um, and it, from there, for me, it kind of felt like the floodgates had opened and the Lord was like, you're ready. Like, um, you know, that was kind of my biggest holdup was how can we make sure that we are appropriately defining what a miracle is, which I think is just really important before we start producing podcasts and telling stories. Absolutely. So 
Thank yeah. you, Zach, for being smarter than me. Yes, thank you, Zach. <laughs> so um, I'm also going to use this time to just, just describe what the Miracle Project is. And Rob's going to kind of help me do that. Um, in this phase of my life, I'm at home with two babies and had a lot of time on my hands. Um, I started filling that time by having the ability to go to coffee with friends and just catch up and um, get to places in my relationships with friends that I hadn't had time for when I was working and juggling being a mom and working. And so I started hearing miracle stories from people in my life. And it was kind of crazy to me that if I had not put in that time and just had that free moment with them, that um, I wouldn't have heard the stories. And so that really struck me that I get so much other information on social media. I'm, you know, scrolling through Instagram all the time, seeing tons of stories, seeing tons of content. But that was the content that I really was wanting. Stories of how God is working. And so I thought, how cool would it be if I combined my love for Huntsville, which Rob knows I have a deep, deep love for Huntsville. That was part of our relationship. Uh, We met in Knoxville, Tennessee in college and, um, Rob knew, like if he was marrying me, he was committing to Huntsville. (laughs) Thankfully, I think he loves it for himself now. I do Um, love Huntsville. Great place to have our family, raise our kids. Yeah. And so we, we adore the city and the people in it. And it struck me that I want to know more about it. I know the ins and outs of Huntsville. I can get anywhere without directions. Um, I love to pride myself on that when I'm in the car with Rob. Um, I hate on, hate on him all the time so when he makes drive. a wrong turn and whatnot. So but, um, so yeah, I know that I know the bones of Huntsville, but I want to know the soul of Huntsville. Um, and so I've recorded a few podcasts already and it's just been a real joy for me to hear stories of people that I wouldn't have ordinarily had the opportunity to hear otherwise. And I hope I can give that gift to you as well. So, um, through podcasting, blogging, and eventually YouTube, um, we will be putting on display a compilation of daily miracles and they can be big or small, um, but they'll reveal how God works in the lives of ordinary people in the Huntsville community. Um, and so we hope to bring hope through miracles, the types of miracles you'll hear about in season one. Um, I'm super excited. We've got miracles of unexplainable healing, actual encounters with God, unexpected provision and financial burdens being lifted, radical adoption stories, depression being unexplainably lifted, untimely salvation, um, being released from addictions, and then blessings through disability of a child. So it kind of blew my mind that when I started this, that the Lord, you know, some it's a combination. Some people I reached out to and knew they had a story and some people found this project and wanted to share. And the Lord has been so gracious to give us a really broad spectrum of stories. I was nervous that in my own bubble, the stories would look the same, but they're not going to. And I'm super excited for that. So Rob, even though the name, the miracle project is pretty straightforward. I've learned that everyone's definition of a miracle is different. And that's why it was so important to us to get a definition that we were on fire for. And Zach helped us with that. But I think a lot of people are confused because miracles look way different in the Bible than they do today. And I think that it's important to talk about. So can you go on and kind of talk to us about why miracles look different? Sure. And, you know, I do think that there are places on earth today where miracles actually look pretty similar to Bible times. And so, you know, I mean, in the Old Testament, you had miracles that were only possible by divine intervention. You know, you didn't have the Holy Spirit at that time. 
Jesus hadn't walked the earth yet. Today, we have the Holy Spirit. You know, he says, if we have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, as he says in the book of Matthew, then you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So the process of seeing miracles in our lives is just the process of walking and growing in faith. You know, the more that we increase in faith throughout our lives, the more that we can see the Lord work. And the good news is it's kind of an upward spiral. You hear the phrase downward spiral, but if you believe just a little bit in God to deliver something he says, uh, and he does, then it increases your faith and then you have more faith and then you ask for more, believe for more, have more comfort in his promises outside of what we can see from the day to day. And it's just a beautiful process of trusting the Lord. And, you know, we've seen in our lives time and time again that the Lord does what he says he's going to do. Yeah, I love that. I love the upward spiral picture. Um, I think it's referenced in every gospel kind of in a different way. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all reference upon Jesus's last breath. Um, like he released his spirit or he breathed his spirit out into us. And so, yeah, quite literally, I'm not sure, you know, what you believe or what church has preached to you, but we fully believe that the Holy Spirit dwells within us. And so that's a big reason why miracles might look a little different. We don't see burning bushes. We don't see the Red Sea parting. Yes, those are, of course, miracles. And I truly believe that the Lord can still do those things um, and is still doing those types of things, like Rob said. But here in the United States, where we rely on a lot of different things other than the Lord, um, sometimes he doesn't act in that way. A lot of times he gives us, honestly, he gives us the grace of acting within our hearts. And that's a really beautiful thing. Um, It's a beautiful gift. And so we have a couple of stories of how the Lord has worked in our hearts. And I think that it's important to share. I think it's important to share that we've experienced these miracles. And like Rob said, it's been an upward spiral for us. And I have several miracle stories I could share, but there's one that I has has been on my heart since starting this project. When Rob and I started dating, as I mentioned, we started with the foundation of Christ at the center of it. And Rob honestly gave me that gift. I wasn't quite confident enough to approach a relationship like that because I was only 18 and I didn't know how that would be perceived from a 21-year-old athlete. And it was just a real gift for me that he wanted that side of me. And so very early on in our relationship, Rob noticed that I had these chronic migraines and I had at least one a week that would completely shut me down. I would be in bed, sick, nauseated, miss class. And I just thought it was a part of my life. I didn't think that there was anything spiritual attached to it. I just assumed that it was a medical diagnosis. I had chronic migraines. And one day Rob explained to me that he thought that this could be, there could be a spiritual component to this and that he started seeing patterns of it relating to stress. And he just asked me one night, we were in my car in the parking lot of my apartment. And he asked me if there are people in my life I needed to forgive. And he started telling me about the power of forgiveness and how biblically we're promised that if we forgive, we will feel a peace that surpasses all understanding. And I didn't quite believe him. Like Rob said, kind of back to that faith of the mustard seed thing. I was kind of like, I mean, okay, 
I'll try it. I mean, I know that God can do amazing things. Do I really believe he would work that type of a miracle in me? No. Am I, you know, at the time I was really struggling with feeling like, I, you know, I'm not worthy of that. I don't spend enough time in my Bible. I, why would I deserve some miraculous healing? And so Rob just started walking me through forgiveness prayers. And we spent like three hours forgiving people. And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to paint this picture. Like I had all these, you know, people that had just done me wrong. It was really even just as simple as I forgive this person for maybe mistakenly making me feel bad. Um, you know, just like simple forgiveness, things that I just kind of left harbored in my heart and Rob helped me to release that. And so um, I kid you not. I, uh, it was kind of a day by day thing. I would wake up the next morning and be like, well, you know, it's only been three days since I've had a migraine. I'll probably have one over the weekend or sometime next week. And, um, sure enough, I just, I didn't have a migraine for a full year after that. And really I don't have migraines anymore. I might get some headaches. I might get stress headaches and I know what to do. You know, now Rob has the Lord through Rob has given me the gift of when I get that, I know what I need to do. I have my process. I breathe, I pray, I forgive. I really think about, you know, what's bringing me down today. Um, why is my body not feeling 100%? And Rob has helped me see that the health of my body is very much tied to my spiritual health. And, um, the Lord gave me that miracle and I'm so I'm forever grateful for it. Cause like Rob said, it began this upward spiral in me and I was just on fire to um, put more faith in him and see him work in more ways in my life. So I'm always thankful for that. And I'll always be excited to tell people about that. Such an amazing story. And, you know, I have to also mention uh, my parents and yeah. their ministry, uh, Rock House Center, they've been doing biblical counseling for over 20 years now, and uh, they have incredible results and people whose lives are changed forever. And the whole process really starts with forgiveness, and it's the first step. And it is amazing uh, what the Lord does when we are willing to forgive. And there's that verse in Matthew that talks about how you know, the Lord will actually allow the devil to torment us until we forgive others as he has forgiven us. Yeah. And verses like that get overlooked, but it's the truth. And and God says that, and he does allow that. But when we forgive, we are set free of so much, just as he says we will be. Yeah. And there have been so many examples of our lives of, you know, just other unpredictable things. Um, really financially for us, the Lord has continuously provided, you know, over the past, maybe not 10 years, but since Lindsay and I have been married six plus years, you know, we've had our ups and downs financially as everyone does. And, and there have been moments where family has provided unexpectedly. There's been moments where friends have provided unexpectedly. Honestly, the craziest moment financially was probably uh, a couple of years back we were uh, headed into the fall and we had moved into a new house that had a lot more wrong with it than we knew about. And the AC went out in the middle of summertime. We had a room that we called the water feature room because like, <laughs> literally every time it rained, we would 
I mean, like 20 bowls. I think we had had 25 bowls just (laughs) catching all of the leaks. I mean, it was, it did. It looked like you had gone to like some sort of aquarium and it was like the waterfall room. And every time it would like unexpectedly rain, we'd call and be like, who's going home to put out the bowl? We We would leave work to go, to go set out 21 bowls in an unexpected rainstorm. Like a hundred towels and it smelled like mildew. And there was supposed to be Ellie's playroom. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that now the playroom has been redeemed. It's been fully redeemed, but it took a long time. We couldn't afford fixing it. So we would just close the door and just like, you know, when we had people over, we just wouldn't let them see it. <laughs> Good times. And so, yeah, so a couple of years ago, uh, the AC went out in the middle of July in Alabama, which is a great time for everyone. Ellie was one. I don't remember. Yeah, we, one. we were headed into daycare in the fall. And at the moment, we needed a new AC because we knew it was going to go out at some point. It was like 20 something years old. And I shouldn't say we knew we noticed after it went out that it was 20 something (laughs) years old. And we also needed to get Ellie started in daycare so that Lindsay had some time to work and daycare was an expense that we couldn't really fit into the monthly budget. So I went into uh, my employer at the time and said, Hey, what can I do with this paycheck? You know, can I take out less for taxes or what, what can we do here? You know, I just, I need to find a way to squeeze a few more dollars out and I'm not sure what we're going to do. And the business, uh, office lady looked at me and just was shocked and said, Rob, you have been overpaying for your health insurance for the past several years. And what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to write you a check today for $7,000 and your monthly income will be about $300 more. And literally it was the exact costs of the AC unit and daycare. And you can explain that away if you really, really wanted to, but it's just unbelievable to me. And and those are the types of things that the Lord has done just countless times. I mean, we have more and more examples of those we could go on, but when we are following you know, and we haven't always been this way, but when we are following the career paths that God wants for us, and when we are making big decisions that make sense to God, but don't make sense to us, he provides in ways that can't be explained. And it's just one of those things we've seen time and time again, that we've begun to expect it. And that's just an unbelievable thing. Yeah. I mean, I think, so yeah, the definition of miracle or what a miracle is can be subjective to everyone. Rob and I, especially with Rob kind of explaining a lot of the financial miracles we've experienced, um, it's probably because we, we have both worked in jobs that are ministry minded and that doesn't typically yield a lot of money and that's okay. But it is something that when we're in our flesh, we stress about it. And I think the Lord is gracious to us as believers to work miracles in the parts of our hearts that um, are hurting the most and or are worried the most. And so financially, it's always been a question for us, kind of every job we're in every year, you know, is this what we need to continue doing? Because like Rob said, it doesn't make sense on paper. It's not making sense financially. We want to grow our family. You know, what are we doing here? And so we just kind of made the commitment to we're going to pray about it. I love the idea of a white flag surrender. And that's kind of what we come to when we get in those financial situations. And when you pray about it and then things change, 
we feel that that's evidence of God responding and he's shown us that financially in a lot of ways. And so I'm really excited for you guys to hear what's to come this season. I kind of teasered a little bit at the beginning, what types of miracles you're going to hear about, but there's a lot of incredible people, a lot of incredible stories. And I think you're going to fall more in love with the Lord and fall more in love with Huntsville and our community. And so I hope you subscribe to the podcast and listen along. I hope you're on fire for what God is doing. And um, I'd love for you to reach out if you have any stories of your own you'd like to share, or if you have an idea of somebody who needs to share, um, please find me on our website at www.the-miracle-project.com. There's a few submission forms, a contact page, all kinds of ways if you want to get in touch. So Rob, if you don't mind, will you close this in prayer? Absolutely. Lord, thank you so much for how much you love us. Thank you that you uh, have never changed and that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that you do what you say you're going to do. Thank you for working in our lives. Thank you for giving us the ability to have even small amounts of faith. Thank you for proving yourself to us and, and growing our faith by delivering on the things that you say that you'll do. And we love uh, just your grace for us. We're, we're so thankful. We don't deserve it, but you love us perfectly anyway. And thank you that your strength is made perfect in our weakness. And uh, we just ask for everyone who's listening, for ourselves, for our family, Lord, just give us wisdom to know what's right and strength to follow through and do it. And we ask that you would help us to spread the word of your goodness and that you would walk with us each day. Help us to uh, just lean on your grace and to help others to do the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We hope you guys have an amazing day and we hope that you go share his miraculous news. Music.